the hard shoulder with Nissan number one for petrol in Ireland number one for electric Nissan innovation that excites this is News Talk Every week, Dr. Cara Gustenberg prepares an environmental topic, uh, often out of left field, and it is absolutely fascinating because it's things you never thought of. So you would think that people who go to gyms are really healthy, are doing all the right things, but actually, is it using the wrong type of electricity? Uh, Is it uh, resulting in lots of waste product that is not good? Are there extra plastics used? And are there green ways to go to the gym? All right, you're most welcome. First of all, what what got you thinking about this? Because you're speaking in Nina Library this uh, Thursday night, the 26th of September at 7pm, in the heart of Tipperary, uh, speaking at a citizen's dialogue entitled The Climate is Changing, How Can We? So it's on their website. That's uncan. They're not gym bunnies. No, I'm sure there will be gym bunnies there. But no, actually. But this is part of a growing trend of um, people like me being inundated by businesses to come in and tell them how they can be more green. And it's great that there's this interest, and I'm sure it's driven by the likes of like the big climate strikes that are happening globally. Uh, So I've gone into banks, I've gone into cell phone providers, and 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 the latest one actually is I was approached by the gym that I go to in. Bray, which is functional strength movement, with them saying, look, we want to do our part too. What can we do? And and so it got me thinking, well... So do you have a personal trainer? I this do. guy, Stephen yeah. Kinsler. How oh, cool is that? Yeah. A personal I trainer. I have an incredible coach. Live, lift, play. Oh, my God. Yeah, so Stephen... How cool are you? <laughs> Stephen Kinsler runs runs the gym I go to and has a podcast called Live, Lift, Play. So uh, he's obviously doing this as part of his podcast because he's interested, but he's not the only one. And it turned out when I did my research that this idea of green gyms is becoming really hip and happening and they're really trying to appeal and to the to the 20 to 30 something oh, generation really, really i know, I know. <laughs> okay so gyms are very popular uh, uh first of all give us some statistics in relation to gyms wow. why people are going to them uh, uh, in terms yes. of our sedentary so, lifestyle and so on. I figured you you would think that I would say we should get rid of all gyms because they have a huge impact on the environment. They do, just like everything else. Uh, but actually, I think we really need gyms. For one thing, we've seen across Europe a serious decline in physical activity. So 50 years ago, people were burning an extra 500 calories a day than they are today. And uh, walking and cycling have declined rapidly. So in 1975, people walked about 87 hours per year. Now they're walking around 50 to 57 hours per year. So we've seen a lot less activity. And that includes in Ireland. So only 31% of adults in Ireland are actually achieving their daily recommended activity, which is 30 minutes of moderate activity at least five times during the week. So that's 150 minutes per week. So 31% is really low. So obviously need activity and we need you know more ways to encourage people How many people, people in active. Ireland are in a gym? Well, this is incredible to me. So 500,000 people in Ireland belong to gyms. That's over 10% of the population. So actually, in terms of influencing people to, to be more sustainable, that, that's quite a significant number. To, to put it in context, about 800,000 people belong to a GAA club, so also mm. a very influential place to be. All right. 
Why are there negative impacts on the environment from our gyms? Well, if you think about it, they tend to be very large spaces that have to use a lot of heating and air conditioning because obviously a lot of sweating bodies. They need Mm -hmm. to keep people cool and comfortable while they're working out. They're uh, often using a lot of water because sometimes they have a spa or a pool or or a jacuzzi or something. And uh, they're laundering towels. Uh, The the cardio equipment's using a lot of electricity, sometimes just on standby, not being used at all. And then then quite depressingly, about 90% of people who go to a gym to exercise are driving in their cars. It kind of defeats the purpose a little bit, but you know, there's various reasons for that. So they are li- leaving a large carbon footprint on, on the earth. All right. So, so as, 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 as an energy guzzler, uh, with all those negatives, how can you set about creating a green gym? What a lot of the green gyms now are doing across the world, and this is big in America, and it's 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 starting to take off in in the UK. Is getting their cardio equipment to generate electricity. And uh, when I first started researching this, I thought that's a great Explain. idea. So if you're on a rowing machine or a treadmill or an elliptical machine or whatever, you're obviously you're using your kinetic energy. You're you know putting yeah. putting in energy, and anything that's that's spinning a, a, a rotating yes. blade can create electricity. So there you go. There's a great way to generate electricity. Just get the people who are working out to generate it and for you. And is the technology there? Yeah. So, that, so but, but I'd say something like running on a treadmill. Mm-hmm. It's not you pumping it, like with the rowing thing. It's it's moving it, underneath you and you're rotating. responding yeah, to it. But yeah. So, but even the, now they even have technology where on dance floors in aerobic or in aerobic studios, uh, as people are jumping on the floor, they can generate electricity. So any kind of kinetic energy can 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 be put toward this use, and and that's the direction that a lot of these green gyms are going. So around 2007, there was a gym in Hong Kong that started this trend, and now there's three com- uh, companies in America that are retrofitting gyms all over the world. Uh, to do this. Okay, now, so what else? Well, I thought that sounded like a great idea, and I thought this is what I should okay. tell my gym to do. Yeah. However, it turns out the amount of energy you generate from this is minuscule. Oh. So so one person running on a treadmill for an hour can maybe power the television set they're, they're watching yes. if they're watching TV, or maybe it's, it's power a great. light bulb. Yeah. It's not great, actually. So, uh, so it's become a gimmick. So a lot of gyms are trying to say they're green by using this technology, uh, spending a lot of money to retrofit their equipment, but actually the payback is, is minuscule. Um, so really, what they should be doing, and I know you had uh, Robert Goss on from Solar That's Electric right. last the, at week. The, plowing. the best thing they can do is probably put some solar panels up because they yes. tend to have a lot of roof space and they can generate their own electricity from that. So you find that these green gyms that are getting people to use this kind of equipment and generate their own electricity also have solar panels and have batteries. So that would do the hot water. You know, for your well, showers and all that kind of no, thing. No, and I think this is what people don't understand is that you can do hot water with, with solar panels. You've seen yep. kind of tube panels. But the solar panels that are out today that, that Robert was talking to you about and that I've installed in my own home uh, actually generate electricity. Yep. So, you, I mean, in my house now, I'm generating about 30% of my own electricity from my solar panels. Uh, but a gym obviously has a lot bigger roof space, so they could probably generate all their electricity, including if they did their carports. and, and What know. about waste? Uh, so waste, obviously, there's a lot of plastic being generated, water bottles and everything. So there's a lot we can do to address waste. And surprisingly, chemicals in gym is a big issue. So all of those cleaning products have a lot of chemicals uh, coming off of them. And as people are breathing heavier, what they're finding is they're breathing in a lot more of these chemicals. And the air quality in gyms, if not properly ventilated, is quite poor um, because mm. of these chemicals. You get a heart attack on that. <laughs> right. So... 
examples of the green gym. You've, you've been on a tour of the world in Portland in Oregon and Brooklyn in New York. I can see how trendy this is in the UK. Pick out the best in class. Well, they're all doing this, generating their own electricity from their machines, which I think is a bit of a gimmick, but it is attracting the younger generation. But then they're offering incentives. So if you generate 500 watts of electricity from your running or biking or whatever, you get a discount on stuff in their in their store. You get a membership discount. So it's a little bit of a gimmick, but it's encouraging people. But what I really liked is the gyms that are looking at nutrition because gyms are a great place for educating. They kind of have a cap membership. In Ireland, we have a very small gym ratio. So mm-hmm. they're smaller gyms, so they can really talk about nutrition. And this obsession with protein in the gym is quite worrying. So we tend to be encouraged to eat lots of protein if you're doing bodybuilding. Uh, but of course, we know animal proteins have a big impact on the environment. So. You're against animal proteins. I'm not. So. No, I'm not. You, th- sorry, you think I'm against everything. You're death on meat, anyway. <laughs> no, I, I actually still eat meat, though. I'm trying to move away from it. But, right. you know, there are proteins we could be encouraging people to eat that have like less water, impact. Water vegan protein. So the Environmental Working Group actually uh, came up with the five best protein choices for the environment, and they're beans, tofu, eggs, chicken, and milk. So all of which have high protein content and less impact on the environment than, say, beef or lamb. All right. Now, um, in terms of maybe skipping the gym and going for a little run in the great outdoors or a walk. So surprisingly, running outdoors burns 5% more calories than running indoors. So there's two incentives. Why is that? uh, Probably wind resistance and friction and all those things you don't have on a treadmill. Uh, So, you know, we should be getting outside. If you really care about the environment, you should be getting outside. It's also good for your health to get more daylight. But let's be honest. I mean, the reason I belong to a gym is because I need that group motivation. I need the people in the gym telling me I can lift more and making sure that I go and slagging me off if I don't. Uh, so group activity is really important. And, and so, you know, there is still a place for the gym. But there's interesting gyms now that are kind of looking at going out and doing some conservation work, you know, chopping down some invasive species or restoring a river walk and calling it a, a green gym. So you're doing biodiversity and you're also getting some exercise too. So, there, you okay. know, we can think more So do the natural thing. Now, obviously, bring a reusable bottle uh, keep cup uh, in terms of your drinks and Which so we know on. You do. What about sportswear? Sportswear is an issue. We've talked about fashion before because fashion is the second most polluting industry next to oil. Uh, it uses a lot of water and a lot of chemicals, and particularly sportswear tends to be made of synthetic materials. So it's very hard. You know, it's, it creates a big impact on the environment. So more and more companies like Patagonia are using recycled plastic to, to create their clothes. But I love this company in, in Poland called Starseeds. They're actually using coffee now to create their fabrics, and they're finding that the coffee uh, creates a better material that wicks moisture away from you and the coffee itself is a natural UV protectant. So there's some opportunities there for for much more innovative fabrics. All right. If you're one of the half a million people that is a gym bunny on paper or in reality, I think lots of practical advice of how you can increase your awareness. Uh, uh, My thanks to Kira Gustenberg. And if you're anywhere near Nina Library on Thursday night, do drop into how the climate is changing. How can we? Kara, as always, thank you. (laughs) 